Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hey, fuckers, welcome to another episode of Guys We Fuck. It's the anti-slut shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. Hey, what's hey, up? Hey, how are you? Hello. I'm so good. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> that, that was great. That was I didn't know if you were recording some sort of a voiceover mm. reel or No, but I want to in my head, so I've just been like, hi, yeah, great, great. I mean, sometimes I talk to people <laughs> in my everyday life. Like, you know, when I go to the store, I'll right. just talk to them in voices to see if I could pull it off. Uh-huh. And sometimes I do. And they don't, but sometimes do they notice? That yeah, you're like when, when my accent's bad, like, I, I, you know where the toothpaste is? And they're like, you're faking. Shut up. <laughs> what are, are you drunk? Doing? <laughs> Why? It's 10 a.m. Hey, come see us live. Please. Uh, so Yo, tomorrow. Tomorrow, Saturday, May 21st, we're going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. I am so fucking <laughs> excited. I grew up on country music. This is. I'm so excited. I'm okay. so freaking pumped. So at 11.30 p.m., the Guys We Fucked Tour, this is our touring show. It's going to be part of the Wild West Comedy Festival, which is happening at Zany's Comedy Club in Nashville. Ticks are $22. There's a link in the podcast description. Come on the fuck out. If you know, this show is so fucking good, okay? If you are a diehard fan of the podcast, if you kind of like the podcast, you're going to love the show. And if you've never heard of the podcast, you are going to love the show. But obviously, maybe you're heard of it once if you're listening. Probably, but yeah. otherwise, like you can like feel comfortable to bring a friend or a boyfriend or a girlfriend. They're not going to hate it. Yeah. And to, if you know people in Nashville and you think they would like it, they don't. There's no inside jokes. Well, yeah. there's a couple, but like they don't. They're yeah. still funny. It's like when you if like when you were a kid watching Clueless with your parents, there was stuff for the adults to enjoy and there was stuff for the kids to enjoy. Exactly. You didn't have to have have a you didn't have to know all about life right perfect um and then yeah nailed it (laughs) um that monday this coming monday may 23rd at 8 p.m we're doing the guys we fuck test tour date at subculture which is on 45 bleaker street um we have a couple more dates left i don't know if there's tickets to this one there's a link we have a ticket link in the description of this podcast i think there's a few standing room tickets left but the next date for our tour show is uh is monday june 20th and that's an all-ages show if you're under 16 though you have to be accompanied by an adult Okay, and then Saturday, May 28th in Manhattan, West uh, West Village at 7.30 is Glamapus, um, co-hosted by myself and Wendy Starling. We got, there's going to be titties, there's going to be wigs, there's going to be whiskey. Um, there's a ticket link for that in the description of this podcast. It's going to be a rager. And then that same day, Saturday, May 28th, uh, me, Corinne, I'm going to be in Columbus, Ohio for ooh, Memorial ooh. Day weekend. It's one night only. I'm doing a show at a place called Mikey's Late Night Slice, uh, which is in downtown Columbus. Tickets are uh, $12 if you buy them in advance. All the info's on our social media. And my boyfriend's going to be there. <gasps> Shut up. You can. Oh, sweet. I'm so excited. Crazy. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, it was an interesting weekend. Uh, yeah. It's funny because all the, the guys we fucked have become like <laughs> kind of like little celebrities in their own rights. <laughs> I mean, below uh, our non-celebrity celebrity, they're also then a little less, but somehow a subversion. You know, great, you know, like, yeah. a, like a Tila Tequila Jr. Yeah. So, <laughs> junior, junior. Yeah. So... <laughs> And I think one of the most popular characters um, from uh, the podcast is Yo Mike Brown. Yo Mike Brown. So I get a lot. I've got a lot of a lot of people have feelings about Yo Mike Brown. Yeah. It's always been interesting for me. 
And so people don't understand. It's like, yeah, this podcast is called Guys We Fucked, but uh, some people we fucked and also had feelings and, for. And lo- we loved or dug or yeah. loved or enjoyed yeah. and, and treasured. Or were intimate with. And so it's just so funny because I've had a couple instances where people, you know, him and other people will come up and like tell me things like, oh, I'm trying to have sex with this person or I'm like, and I'm like, but I, that's, that's, you know, that's my person. Like a person who listens to the podcast will try to have sex with a past guest. Yeah. Or something. And so, and I've talked about it briefly before, but it happened again this weekend. So it just kind of, and then, really, and then coincidentally, Mike Brown was on, uh, Nacho Bitches. Uh huh. And so I kind of just was like talking to him about it. Cause I was like, this is really weird for me to say, because I was like, we're not dating anymore and I yeah. and I don't have those feelings for you anymore and I have a new boyfriend who I really really like and but I was just like there something there's something that happens inside me when people say this and it like really hurts my feelings when they want to fuck when they're when they and then also when they come up to me and like openly tell me like like I don't of course you can try and fuck whoever you, but I don't I don't want to know yeah that yeah and I think and and so Mike and I had a conversation about it and he goes oh Corinne I know exactly what you mean he's like whenever people come up to me and you're like oh what was it like to have sex with Corinne Fisher and, I, and I go lol that people say that at all um and then then he goes oh i i never tell them because he was he, he's like oh, yo that was that was bay that's a, this is his oh. words not mine yo <laughs> mike week. brown he yo goes, he goes yo that, that's bay and that's between and he goes of course it was wonderful and that's between us and it was just kind of nice to talk to a guy and have him have the same feeling that there are these like forever bays and like people oh, who yeah people who no matter where a special place yeah life heart. takes us and it's like I, and it's just like that's our time and no matter who we end up with or whatever like that's like just a person who is always special to me yeah it's not like just some dude i <laughs> right well that's what that's what the misconception is a lot on the podcast because yeah. i have we both have people in our lives that are just some dude we fucked right totally oh, and that's cool and that's, that's great. great and we can high five when i see those people totally uh, but there's also guys that I'm like so proud to have been happy uh, to have been intimate with. And right. it was really special. And talking about it on a podcast that a lot of people listen to is, I mean, when we started, we didn't know anybody was going to listen to it. So that's, di- it's different, right? It's different. Yeah. But there's a little bit more of a, a risk and kind of in that, like, I'm more, pr- I mean, I know I talk about Steven all the time on the podcast, but like when he was on Lo and Tally's episode and stuff, I'm, I don't know. I feel like more protective over him and mm-hmm. our, in our intimacy. I'll still talk about what we do on the podcast with his permission. Mm-hmm. So now I ask, cause you know, courtesy, <laughs> but yeah, like. Because the one we I get a lot of people talking about Nico, the second episode, people still tweet me and message me about his voice and yeah. how sexy he is. And they just I'm like, I knew if I like shared his social media, people would be like, try to get on that date. But he was someone who's so special to me. Yeah. And always will be told the day I die, even if I never see him again. Yeah. And it's totally cool. But I think they're just like I think we need to realize as like people. Number one, like the people that you hear in podcasts are real life people. We have yeah, feelings. We exist. And, and, and we care about things. And lives and stuff like that. But also, secondly, <laughs> um, that just as people existing in the world like I, I, I don't know if there's ever a time to go up to someone's ex if you're like now fucking them and like just talk openly about it I think like we're we don't we're not conscious of that so I think they're just like just the same way as you wouldn't go up to my brother and tell him how you fuck my brains out like I think yeah. there's not a, there's not that same respect amongst like friends or or people like they're just just remember like that was someone very special right to that person so like just keep there's a nice distance i don't need to know everything yeah 
Yeah, I don't right. tell you guys everything about me. I know you think I do, but I do not. Yeah, there's some secrets. There's some <laughs> secrets I never told anybody. So yeah, and just like, but just in life, and it has nothing, not like not apart from myself and, and Christina, just in your everyday life. Like if you have a friend and they broke up with someone a long time ago, you don't know exactly how they still feel about that person or yeah. or what, how how that ended precisely. So just like, yeah, and if, conscious of it. If you track somebody down because you heard them on a podcast like i you can do whatever you want with your social media with your with your hitting on people and with your with your pussy do whatever you want but like maybe not oh so i try to fuck that guy that you had fucked and then you were talking about like you know it's not corinne fisher's pussy dating service (laughs) like like it's not you can but that's (laughs) so yeah Yeah, i hear you just like a hey (laughs) oh speaking of hey hey what's up Karen Khan. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you for spending $80 on guys. We fuck. $88. 88. Fuck. Even better. These I love you more. Karen. Melissa Ward. You're, you're a badass bitch. Emma Kovacs. I feel like you can knit a badass embroidery with curse words on it. Thomas D. Penfield. Your name sounds kind of like uh, my best friend's name. Jason Trudell. I feel like you have long hair. Thank you. Heather Schaefer, I'm thinking about you wearing a mini skirt right now, even though I don't know what you look like. Kevin Cochran. Kevin puts the cock <laughs> in Cochran. I'm sorry, Kevin. I apologize. We give you money back. Uh, next one we're not reading. And then Jesse Elgersma. <laughs> I feel like that made that sound a lot worse than it was. Bless you. <laughs> Liza Ioff, or if you didn't capitalize the L, Loaf. Liza Iaffi, I feel like it is. Oh, God damn it. I'm sorry that I was the one that got your name and I fucked it up, but I know how that is. And I've just learned to disassociate my name with my identity. So hopefully you've probably done the same by now. Thank you so much for your donation. <laughs> Smooth ride. Ooh, ooh. I've mixed two different songs. Nice. Um, oh, that art. You sent me an article. Mm-hmm. Well, just, you want to read this and then what are we reading? The- oh, Yeah. What are we reading? I'll tell you what you're reading. There is a new comedy web series that's out. It's produced by New Form Digital, and it is called Replay. The show follows Allison Lee, an aspiring DJ who gets more than she wishes when she's stuck repeating her disastrous 25th birthday over and over again. The show is available on Go90, which is a free mobile entertainment app from Verizon. Um, You can download it on an iOS or an Android phone in the United States only. New episodes come out every Wednesday on the Go90 app. Or you can go to ReplaySeries.com and watch the first episode. Thank you, Replay, for your support of Guys We Fucked. Replay. You should <laughs> replay it. Um, okay. So the article I was I was stalking uh, Marsha Belsky on Facebook Obviously. as I like to do. She's so cool. And someone, uh, a fellow comedian, Kyle Ayers, shared this article called "World's Oldest Women Got That Way by Avoiding Men," and it talks about <clears throat> the oldest uh, woman in New York, I guess, uh, Brooklynite Susanna Mushat Jones, who died at the age of 116, uh, and she said that one of the things that kept her alive so long was staying away from men and then you read i read when you forwarded me that article i was like and then there's all these other 116 year old and 109 year old women that are like what's your secret and they're like 
One of them was a virgin. Yeah. And I was like, oh, let's not include her in the article. But the thing that's interesting. <laughs> I feel like crazy people use it as like, see, don't have sex. But the thing that's interesting to me is it, it reminded me of my great aunt, Helen. May she rest in peace. One of the most vivacious no. people I knew. And she never got married. And she chain smoked her whole entire yeah, life. And she lived until 96 with her sister, Alice. In a place in 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 Jersey City, and she had a great. She was she was happy, and she well. Family history has it that she never found anyone good enough for her. And I was like, okay, now I now I know where that's I, where you I get, get that. It. That's now where I know you get, I get it. that. Yo, you got spirit on Helen and you. Number one, but then. <laughs> So I commented that on the post and then uh, my friend Katie goes, my grandma is currently 101 and has been single since she was 50. Holy shit. And then another comic, Jen goes, my great grandmother was a widow from her mid fifties until she died at 104. She was amazing. And then, I mean, then a male comic. Dan Perlman said something sassy <laughs> and ruined it for her. Well, Louis C.K. has that great bit from one of his MSG specials that's like, men are the greatest threat to women. Yeah. Like, why would a woman say yes to a date with a man? Like, we could kill you. Yeah. And uh, and you huh. do. And you do even without weapons. I know. And I you love- slowly kill us with oh. your goddamn uh, dick and your goddamn masculinity. I love men so much. <laughs> but being in a relationship again is, I mean, it's just really reminds me like how much time and effort yeah. and how much how exhausting i it is yeah not in a bad way no just, it's fun to just care in a way it. but it's, it's like to care 100 uh, i would have lived a lot longer if i had just gone panera single for the rest of my <laughs> life just piecing <laughs> you know yeah because well these those little tiny things of i'm coming home from work and he's on the couch and i just want to go to the deli and get an egg salad wrap mm-hmm. with the salt pepper and lettuce mm-hmm. but now i gotta think of him mm-hmm. and then you gotta ask him and then it's a little more stress oh i've cooked more meals in oh the- yeah thanks blue apron <laughs> seriously <laughs> They're not advertising on this episode, but no. shout out. Well, I mean, um, I, that was kind of like a sarcastic thing because it's oh. like they send it to me and then I had to make it. I mean, fucking delicious, though. I know. It's like the freshest shit. I, I'm the, I feel like I'm the goddamn best chef in the whole world. But like, uh, would I want, would I rather be, I wouldn't say lonely. I would say more independent. Like mm-hmm. your aunt Helen was not a lonely woman. She no. was independent, right? That's, no. that's the vibe that I'm getting from She her. was a little haughty. She didn't, she could have got so much if she wanted to. She chose not she to. She could have got that D and she was like, no. She said, I'll pass. <laughs> pass. <laughs> Maybe she had Tourette's and the word was pass and everyone's like, I guess you don't want my dick on him. She was very, she knew a lot about the news and pop culture. (laughs) She made some tuna sandwiches. But is it, so, but people are, a lot of people are afraid of dying alone. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, is dying alone that bad? You'll have so much space. And so much time. And you'll be so relaxed. There's so much room on your shelf to put knickknacks. Yeah. You put whatever magnet you want in your fridge. You get 100% knickknack space, not 50% knickknack space. Oh, yeah. And you get 100% closet space, not mm-hmm. 30% even. Wow. What? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he just uses thick fabrics. All right. Let's read That's some emails. actually attributed to why his he's by his fucking suit jacket well no well i helped when i i, I actually oh you helped base that off of information that i knew from when i helped you move because i was like <laughs> you're sweating under a pile of his clothes i remember going well steven owns a <laughs> lot of jackets for a man who i don't see wear a ton of jackets he possesses thank many jackets thank you for saying and that. they're beautiful jackets shut up <laughs> shut the fuck but up wear them. <laughs> you were on a roll and then you ruined it <laughs> but you gotta wear them 
I know. Otherwise, let someone else. They take me on a date every goddamn night. You can't in each one of your jackets. You can't see the beauty of the jacket if the jacket's in the closet. You, you know, let the world see it. I know. <laughs> Who am I to see these jackets? It's like I, when I met him, I only had two bras, mm-hmm. and I didn't know you like had to wash them a lot. <laughs> and I was just like, oh whatever, I'm just gonna wear the bra because my boobs don't stink. I mean, I don't know. Maybe people's boobs stink when they yeah, sweat. But the the that cup, if you stick your nose in that in that cup, cup. maybe you, your faces can't get close <laughs> enough because your boobs are so big. But it's, <laughs> it smells real bad. I'm not a sweater. After a couple of wears, I go, wooey. <laughs> Real well, bad. that's what it did happen, but I wasn't the one who said it. Steven was, mm. but I was like, "Oh, Mister Five Thousand Jackets, trying to me to get you trying to get me hooked right. on all these bras now." But he's like, "No, you should for your hygienic." You think purposes. he was trying to get you hooked on bras? Well, oh well, I did think that initially, and then I was like, "Christina, not everything is a conspiracy theory. Not everything is trying to be against you. Calm the fuck down, and get more bras." It is important because I saw this one thing that scarred me for life, and it was something about like how some like mites got into a bra company, or whatever, and basically. <gasps> It was, no. the, the picture of the woman's breast looks like a goddamn honeycomb and every time i think oh about God. it i can't even function anymore so i'm sorry guys i'm nauseous. so you know what I'm, I'm gonna give the first ever trigger warning <laughs> but after i said it <laughs> it was um a gunshot wound warning <laughs> that's what we call my those. breast is so itchy right now oh, just thinking gross. about it Bungies. All right, let's read some emails. Do you want to read that one first? Uh, okay. And I'll read that one, and then you read the other one. Okay, cool. Uh, this one, should I hook up with a strange man in NYC? Already yes, I'm I saying even... no. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Do warning. It, girl. Uh, hello, my loves. My name is, I don't know if I can say this, and I am so obsessed, like a healthy level with you guys, blah, blah, blah. I'm a student at this college outside of Boston, and I have a job this summer that required me to be in New York City this week, Monday through Wednesday. I'm a first-year uh it's at a all women's college i don't want to give away this information she's 19 years old but definitely sexually active i love older men and sex in general Word. here is my pressing question i met a guy on my plane ride from boston to nyc literally few a few hours ago and we totally were checking each other out and eventually he asked for my number should i invite him to my hotel room one night uh this week to have a little fun here are my pros and cons list i know lol that's what she wrote <laughs> pros he's super hot he is apparently a designer he looks and dresses exactly like will i am oh. he is smooth he's jamaican british and i want to tap dad oh. con he's a stranger uh, who cares? In- indeed and i don't want to get myself in a crazy situation uh anyway Thank you for your show, blah blah blah. So quick thoughts on this. Why don't you get a drink with him? He doesn't have to go straight to your hotel room. Yeah. The, my only concern is it's totally cool to, you know, you're an adult woman, whatever, but it's just like inviting someone to your hotel room. Yeah, get a drink. Well, wait, she's 19. She's young. Yeah, no, I know. She is young. And it's cool to have said, but I mean, I just Yeah. You want to meet in a public place first. You need to catch a vibe. Yeah. Don't someone should just not be coming to your hotel room. Like that bad things can happen. That you don't know. Once that door closes, (laughs) girl, you don't know. He put the do not disturb sign in and all of a sudden you tied to the bed by floss. Yeah, and then and the maid her here screaming and then she sees the do not disturb holiday in and she's like, All right, you well, just having sex. I hear this a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> just be super careful. Yeah, I don't invite him up. I mean, I wouldn't if you're you're asking us, so I can say I would not recommend you invite, inviting him up straight to your hotel room. You're in New York fucking city. Go to the High Line, go to Union Square, yeah. go to Washington Square Park. There's all this cool shit to do that's beautiful. Go to a comedy show yeah and listen there's always obviously there's always a risk that first time when you take someone home and that is you know part of being a woman unfortunately but just be careful and of course like he you probably reeked Mm. of of being excited and eager for a week in new york city 
I don't want to do. Be, I don't want a New York City, but you probably reeked of. I'm coming from Boston. And I'm 19. <laughs> that's exactly what I sounded like when I moved to New York. Yeah, I was 19, and I snuck myself into a lot of celebrity parties. Well, I mean, and I don't want to point fingers, but then you got. Uh, didn't you know kidnapped by a jamaican club promoter so. oh i did get kidnapped by a jamaican you know club shades promoter. of christina's past listeners <laughs> so. god damn it I, I forgot about that I mean, nothing against jamaican no. club promoters oh no he's probably hot though but, sexy jamaican british will i am like you know i get the desire to hop on that d but uh be public be in a public place when you meet him yeah absolutely this subject of this email is chivalry okay what about it uh, hello, I wanted to let you know that I love your podcast and I appreciate what you're doing by having an open dialogue about things that matter. Oh, this email is from a guy, I should say. Uh, I actually started listening to your podcast because I thought there was going to be sexy talk and discussion about fucking. Smart move. I took the bait. Well, there is sexy talk. But after two episodes, I came to realize how intelligent and aware you two are. Plus, your guests are amazing, and I've been hooked ever since. Thank y'all. Uh, being a 32-year-old guy with a two-year-old daughter, I think it's incredibly important to be aware of the culture and society around you. I've read a lot about shame, specifically by Breen Brown, and how it affects every aspect of our lives. I, I think just being aware can go a long way, and having these discussions openly helps break the stigma that's built up around it. Yesterday, I saw a woman carrying a large box, and it seemed like she was struggling a little bit i was going to ask if she needed help carrying it but i hesitated because i thought she might be offended by me asking i've seen similar situations where women have been offended when offered help by a man i should have just asked if she needed help and not worried about it if uh, if i would offend her but the pause made me think about this topic and how people say feminism kills chivalry i was curious about your thoughts about this I think I know I know some some women, not a lot, maybe like one or two that I can pick off on the top of my head that would be like, I can open the door myself. Mm -hmm. That's not. Yo, if I'm carrying a heavy box, mm -hmm. fucking yeah, hold the door for me. Like I would never. I think you're right. You're thinking a little too much about it. And if a person does get pissed off because a man helped her. You, that, that's that's a deeper issue well i think there's there's belittling people by helping if, if i'm walking down the staircase with a suitcase and i'm not struggling and i'm doing it totally fine then you come right. over to i don't need you're right i don't need your help but here she said if you see someone struggling man or woman i've helped men before who are struggling if you're carrying too many things i've uh, you know we've all been by the ups guy when his fucking cart tips over oh, and i've you, helped him pick up go his boxes, everywhere and he appreciates that because no one ever fucking does that because he's the ups guy and it's like be and, a good person and then things as, like, such as doors I hold doors for women all the fucking time and I expect women to fucking hold doors for me and if you don't hold doors you're a piece of shit thanks well, and next thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry I'm just I really I get really pissed when people don't hold the fucking door well I it was so funny I was at this movie theater right by my house mm -hmm. with uh, a friend and her like two friends and I, I, I don't speak with anymore but one of them was a very tall model-esque looking like she's just hot she mm -hmm. looks like a model right mm -hmm. and um and she, we were leaving the movie theater and she just like, she didn't hold the door, but she was, we were like having in the middle of a conversation, she didn't even think about it. And a girl, a woman ran, ran up to us after we were halfway down the block and was like, excuse me, excuse me, you didn't hold the door for me. And I get it. Like, you're really pretty. I get it. You're really pretty. But I'm like, whoa. That was an issue that had nothing to do with not holding the door. Wow. So I'm th saying if a woman gets mad at that and you're not belittling her, then mm -hmm. there's it's something else going on. Yeah. It's not feminism killing chivalry. Absolutely. So thanks for asking. Hold the door. Uh, and this last email subject, I fucked a celebrity. Not sure I should tell my boyfriend. Hi, ladies. Love your show. Blah, blah, blah. When I was in high school, I loved hip hop and always listened to. I can't say this the rapper's yeah. name, right? Yeah, you can say it. I can. Don't say any uh, where she's from. Okay. And I also, I always listened to Lil Wayne, the good Lil 
Wayne that actually rapped, not the auto-tune Lil Wayne. Thanks for oh. letting us know. At that time, I would always say that I would meet him just out of sheer desire. It never occurred to me that I would actually meet him. Well, I moved to a city for college and I actually ended up meeting him through one of his friends. One night, randomly, I was in the studio with his friend and all of a sudden there appears the Lil Wayne. Now, I should mention that I'm not a studio whore or a girl... Uh, a studio lady yeah. or a girl explorative woman who is all over the place to find celebrities. I'm just a normal girl. It just so happened that I lived in the same building as his friend and worked out that I ended up meeting Lil Wayne. The universe is an interesting force, isn't it? Uh, anyway, his friend was taking me on a tour of the studio and said that, quote, my bro wants to get it in with you. I'm like, look, I told you I'm not hooking up with any of your friends. He said, it's Wayne. <gasps> and obviously, as an 18 year old girl, uh, I was just couldn't or didn't know how to turn down the opportunity to hook up with your then favorite celebrity. Lo and behold, we had a one night stand. It was actually less than an hour and we both went our separate ways never to see each other again. I also stopped talking to his friend shortly after that as well. That was almost 10 years ago. I've had uh, to face a few awkward situations since then from random people asking me about it to just me feeling really weird and unsure as to why I did it. Anyway, I have not told anyone about this for a very long time and was never planning on bringing it up again ever. I just hated the way people looked at me because of it or what they thought, etc. However, I am in a relationship and it's pretty serious and I really love this guy. I always thought that when I found the one I wanted to be with forever, I would have no secrets. However, my girlfriend's best friend told me that I should actually not tell him about this secret and I'm just not sure what to do. This was a big part of my life for a very short time and still I think about it slightly out of regret, although I've stopped listening to his music and just try to avoid anything about him altogether. It was so long ago and I don't want it to be a part of my future. It's like I'm almost ashamed of it. It did teach me some valuable lessons, but I just don't know how he will react and I'm not sure if I even want to tell him. Is it wrong to keep this kind of a secret? And if I do, what happens if he finds out anyway? Girl, you in your head. Yeah. <laughs> that was 10 years ago for less than an hour. Yeah. Convince it was it's weird because when we got this email, I was just talking to my friend Vanessa about how much I wanted to fuck Lil Wayne. Um, but that don't you don't have to tell your boyfriend if you don't want to. He doesn't need to know. This isn't like it was a one night stand. Yeah, you feel really ashamed. Or, you do. I think you do feel ashamed about it or something. I don't know what it is for but sure. When you fuck a celebrity, it's weird, and you don't have to say you don't have to preface it with "I'm not a studio whore." I'm not a star fucker because you know what when the second anyone is around somebody very famous and attract like young and attractive it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you're a star fucker or a regular person yeah there's a there's a lot of different reasons why we fuck people though i mean fucking someone because they're a celebrity is really no different than fucking someone because they're super hot or yeah. because they have money it's just another reason that's not their personality or any connection that you have with them so it's i don't think it's any worse or better than that i mean i have kind of like a rule that i don't fuck celebrities but it's just to be spiteful that's the only way that that's <laughs> Where that comes from. It's just to one up celebrities. That's why, because they're used to getting everything they want. Yeah. And that's when the I, only reason I have that. When I first moved to New York, like I, I fucked a celebrity for a couple years on and off. And then I was, I fucking bragged about it. I was an idiot. I was yeah. like, I was like, oh my God, you guys, I fucked so and so. And they're right. like, can you shut up? This is like the eighth time you've told me. I'm like, <laughs> I know, but it's just so cool. It's weird. It's because everyone knows who this person is. And that's cool. I do want to write you back. And he raps so much about eating girls out. I'm like, mm -hmm. Did he eat you out? But, right. um, but like, it's it's a thing that happened and it's weird because he's really famous and a lot of people know who he is yeah i think my main problem with this email is that you say in the end 
And this was a big part of my life for a very short time. I mean, okay. So I guess a very short time, I guess there was like, if there was like five, you know, weeks after when you're like, oh my God, I fucked Lil Wayne. I get that. I totally get that. But it's like, it, this is, it's over. It's a decade ago. This doesn't matter anymore. And if this is still the coolest thing that happened in your life or the most, uh, the thing that you remember most, dear God, please make some changes immediately. Yeah, go parasailing. Yeah, I, uh, I just, your boyfriend doesn't <laughs> need to know. Diving. And I think, I think it's like, there's no reason you don't, you're not going to tell him about every other one night stand you had by name. Like it's, he's just another one night stand. And I think just think of him like that. Don't, don't let him have that power over you. Yeah. And it's just something like if you kind of like sit, you're, you're now, you know, you know, boyfriend down, you're like, I had sex with Lil Wayne. It makes it into a bigger issue than it is. Yep. Anytime someone sits me down and has a conversation about something that if they had just fucking said in passing it would like you make it a, you big, make it a deal big deal by having that kind of presentation. If you haven't told them by now, after all this time, you don't need to tell them. And if just, it's just going to cause a problem and make him feel insecure. It's unnecessary. Yeah, who cares? Stupid. It doesn't matter. It was so long ago. Yeah. Just, uh, get it out of your head. Yeah. If you cheated on him with Lil Wayne, now that's a different story. Yeah. You, gotta, you should probably tell him. That's a whole different story. And that's story. what happened with me. And I said something. Yeah. But that's not what happened with you. It was a one night thing. And you cheated was, on someone with Lil Wayne? No, the other person. I oh. cheated on Darren with. Oh, a long time ago. I was like, wait, yeah. what? Oh, yeah, yeah. This so, so that's Steven why I related. And I was no. like, wow, you really buried the headline uh, there, Christina. He edits this, and I gotta tell him now. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but yeah, I get it. Celebrity's weird. I was just at a party on Saturday with fucking Drake. And it, he was standing right next to me. Oh, and the I, SNL party? Yeah, the oh. SNL after party. He rented out Dave and Buster's oh, afterwards. Oh, sweet. And there was like a chick. It was crazy. It was nuts. And uh, But I was standing next to the bar, and then I looked to my left. I'm like, Oh fuck, that's Drake. Indeed. And like I never wanted to fuck Drake, but I'm like, God, like celebrity is sexy. It's sexy. I don't know what it is. I am very sexually attracted to it, male or female. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing, but I don't whatever. It is what it is. I think it's thrilling is the word. Very thrilling. It's thrilling. Even when I, when I the when I was really close at the Britney Spears concert. Oh my God. Like, I yeah. felt that. Meaning Andy Dick, I was like, Hi, yeah. uh, please love me. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Ah. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it, it is weird. And it's you're no every person, no matter what they say about people who have sex with celebrities, probably would react the same way. I mean, not Kern Fisher because her spite is more Absolutely. more worthy to her than fucking a celebrity, mm-hmm. and that's great. Mm-hmm. And maybe we should take that mental like way of thinking on. And it, it's it's also that I was being silly. <laughs> that is part of it for sure. But uh, the other part is that I feel like I'm just going to be a notch on, a notch on their yeah. guideposts, and I have to be. And not maybe that's a what notch. this girl felt. Yeah. I mean, he talks about fucking chicks. Yeah, and you probably were, and that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Who cares? I mean, I've already been bragging about it, but like, that's yeah. not that's not the cool thing to do, I guess either. It was cool. You had fun, cool. and now you're in a committed relationship, and that's fun too. Speaking of rappers, <laughs> right? Yeah, like how I did that. <sighs> well, you know. Christine and I, we've been wanting to have a rapper on for a long time. And we're like, this is going to be great. We're going to completely change someone's views on women. We're going to take a misogynist and he's going to leave this place. A feminist. Women. Yeah. yeah. We're going to, we're going to be the true heroes that we always wanted to be. Yeah. That didn't happen. No, he was great. But we did have a really nice conversation. <laughs> the very sexy voice, Ginger Latino. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Shane Santo. Yo, yo, yo. 
What a marvelous evening. Yeah. Remarkable evening. True. Hands up. Get your clams up if we all in agreement. Come on. I said stand up if we all in agreement. Lady, slap your man if he's sitting. Tell him it's not a proceeding. I'm the type to call it how I see it. Lies, deceivers, mind on the prize, eyes on the cleavage. Right, right. With all these madams, feel like Adam in Garden of Eden. She uh. wanna grind with her behind us, find her pardon the penis. I'm alive, and like all lies, we started the fetus. Right. Church days, baptized, mob collegiate. Raps I got like Sasquatch, hard to believe it. I'm clad in armor, Magna Carta, order for freedom. This is for my audio feelers, auto readers, bottle comida. Chris, I represent the Estados Sonidas. Still, my weeds is green as a backyard in New Zealand. Found the answer, put your hands up. If we all in agreement Said you got the style down But it don't show Can't wait for it to drown out Cause it won't flow We're gonna take it downtown But it won't scope We wonder who the sounds down But it's dope What's your full name? Said you got the style down Oh yeah, no, don't show Yeah, Alright, we're here With Shane Santo Don't peace Shane Santo Yo This is amazing Please do that throughout the whole podcast Yeah, you could shout out your Whatever your anything can i really shout or should i speak at this you volume? should speak at that volume but uh you know feel free in terms of uh, the verbiage that comes out of your mouth whatever you got no no this is comfortable um as long as the mic is on the right height i'm very comfortable so uh yeah shout out to dxa <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who's that uh, dixa dixa no but they, no uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna really reveal our whiteness on this oh, episode. No, no, that's yeah. fine. DXA is an acronym for the for the hip hop group that I work with, and uh. my boys, my brother, my brethren that I've uh, been working with for over a decade. Nice, perfect in the hip hop scene. So uh, before we start recording, you took your hat off, and I noticed you have a man bun. Yeah, good I, for you. I I reinvented the man bun. You, and so then, you're, and it's then your the fault. trend happened, and then I kept the man bun just because I'm lazy and I don't want to pay for haircuts. Oh, yeah, because dudes <laughs> got to get haircuts, like, multiple times, like, what, once a month? I don't like? know, yeah, it was tw- twice a month. Damn. In high school, it was like my boy would get a haircut every week. He'd get the shape up and the fade. Yeah, and did he you have, have very beautiful hair, though? Thank you. Thanks to my mom. My is it dad. flowing? Like, is it, it looks like it might be curly at the ends. It's, it's wavy. Yeah. Like I guess it's a little curly, but I it's I think the curves come from the belt or the the band or the you know the hair, hair tie. band hair tie. So when you're banging chicks, do they pull your hair? Not really, no. What the really? Fuck? That's the first thing I think no. of when I see a man bun. I think that's why I'm inherently attracted to them because I'm like, yo, I'll grab your hair. While I mean, we I fucking. feel like maybe instinctively that's what you think will happen, <laughs> but then in the moment. That's not what's happening. Well, it's like the man bun could be the great equalizer. Like we've get, been getting our hair pulled for generations. Yes. Yeah. Do yeah. you get your hair? Does your hair stop up the shower drain? Uh, it, yeah, it has in the past, but I try to like, I don't know, I guess comb it so it doesn't. It's hard though, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's every it, boyfriend it, I've ever had gives me shit for that. About that, yeah. It, I mean, you know, it can be. You just gotta clean the shower drain. That's all. <laughs> You're yeah. very relaxed about it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've I've grown accustomed to this. The bun has been there for a little while. So I'm so glad I gave you that espresso. That's really. <laughs> <laughs> so you are 32. 32. Cool. How's it be? So how long have you been a rapper? Man, well, what 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 exactly qualifies me as being? Since a I rapper? was born, because it's in my soul. Is you, that it, how you I wanted mean, to answer? Out of the womb. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I I was always into rhythm. And uh, I think once I learned how to rhyme words, which was probably poetry in elementary school, 
it evolved into rap because I like beats and you know hip hop was very prevalent in my life growing up. So did your parents listen to it a lot? No, <laughs> no. They're like, how? How about some uh, no, Crosby, I mean, Stills, and Nash? My, my mom listened to a lot of like you know doo wop and you know um, a lot of different stuff, soul and. She had a lot of records and tapes and stuff, but hip hop was, I mean, she's, she was a little out of, that wasn't her generation. Oh uh, yeah. My dad was a classical guitar player, so. Oh nice. So music, uh, music was in your that. family. Yeah, yeah. There was some music in the family. And what's your ethnic breakdown? Um, <clears throat> my mother is, uh, Irish American mixed, your like, you know, European Irish American and my father's uh, Brazilian. Okay, because I was like, I was like, obviously you're Latino. From, if that's your real last name, Santo is yeah. is is my last name. Because you remind me a lot of the actor uh, Armando Riesco. You're kind of like uh, this like ginger Latino almost. Armando, who, what's he in? Um, I should Ooh, ginger know. Latino. That's a good yeah. yeah you got a good the combo. I just color. used to <laughs> I used to work for a company. Well, Christina and I both used to work for a company that represented him. He's okay. a wonderful actor. I, I can't really name the things he's been in, but just so I don't he's know very good. He's been in that thing in that commercial because yeah, yeah, okay. I've seen right. his reel. Oh, so yeah, it's just like that. little clips of things. Okay, all right. No, yeah. That's, I mean, I'm I'm going with that. It's a good thing. Yeah. yeah, no, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's it like being a well? So you're not you're not white. <laughs> I thought you was white when I met you. I'll, I'll, I mean, that's the thing. Like the amb- ambiguous ambiguity of ambiguity. Ambiguity is yeah. Ambiguity. <laughs> there we go. That's how you say Ambi- how do, amb- ambiguity. I believe ambi- is pronounced. It's spelled the U I right. Ambiguity. Ambiguity. You know what? You're an artist, so you can say it however it yeah, works for you. You know, I, I like to bend the words in the language every now and you're then. You're the Alanis Morissette of rap. I can hey, tell that already. I like that. I mm-hmm. like that. Um, the yeah. I I feel like it's people don't know. Uh, you know, in school when I was given a test that I had to check you know, my ethnicity or my mm-hmm. background, I would just check other. Because if I put white or Caucasian, but you see the last name, you're like, what nah. the hell is this? This is not, what is this? So I would have to put other because, I mean, I, it was other. Um, I put other because I wanted to I mean, think I, people, I, I, I was I, ethnically ambiguous, but I'm not. My name, <laughs> my first name spelled weird. But you did it because you actually are. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, yeah, I didn't know what else to do. It's kind of like, I and, you know, my mother's, you know, white and I grew up, you know, in a white household, but I grew up in New York City in a very urban environment. And, uh, you know, and my, my dad is, is Latino, so. Oh, um, you say it. You I, say it that the way that you're I, supposed I to. I have a good accent, but I don't speak the language very well. Well, actually, the Portuguese is, is the language, uh, but, you know, Spanish is also similar language mm-hmm. that Latinos speak. <laughs> so I'm not going to bring you to Miami Perfect. to translate so I can buy drugs at the club. <laughs> no, okay. no, no. See, they'll think I'm gringo. What? What's gringo? It's is like, that a, isn't that like a mean a, term? It, it's like it's like it's like a you know American you know when you go overseas and you're down in like Central America mm-hmm. or somewhere uh, Jamaica you know you're, you're traveling you're foreigner you're tourist you're, you're you get gringo. called that you're a gringo my dad called me a gringo <laughs> to, to the Jamaican guy in Jamaica when <laughs> he was like, yeah he doesn't know he's gringo <laughs> yo get an iced tea for my gringo ass son over here thanks dad he's building thanks, building dad. thick skin there for you he was he was just teaching me did you have any like f- like i know as comedians everyone's like well what happened to you when you were a kid to make you a comic and a lot of times it's a lot of shitty stuff that made us a comic and but sometimes nothing happened to us we just like doing comedy yeah. what about your background because i feel like i was telling you about that documentary i just watched about rhyme fest and i was like do you have did you have a struggle because that's 
that's why I think I love hip hop so much and why I love Kendrick so much is because they talk about these fucking ideas that that about struggle and they're rising up against it and it's just fucking empowering. Did you have that? Um, I did. I mean, I think I found being able to talk about like my what I was going through, even if it was not. I mean. When I first started writing, I wrote my first real rhyme, I could say, in early on, sixth grade, you know, and then I, like, didn't write rhymes for a while, and then I started writing rhymes again, and it was, like, more to, like, test my, I guess, ability to, like, the craft, you know, to test the craft and see what I could do, um... So in the beginning, it was it was more like I didn't know what I could do exactly with it. And then as I've kind of honed the craft and gotten into what I do, um, you know, I think now I have the power to say what I want to say, how I want to say it and express it like, you know, the right way. Yeah. And there's a lot of things, you know, for me, you know, there's a lot of things that to talk about, you know, and sometimes you got to have fun, but sometimes you got to address some serious things and you know can we curse on this oh thing? god yeah. it's cold guys we fucking <laughs> yeah, of course cunt. you can yeah, yeah, okay, you yeah, fucking yeah, cunt gringo yeah, ass bitch uh, yeah all right just uh, you know <laughs> just i just kidding. wanted to be called that that's all. Um, <laughs> what did I you rap about in sixth grade uh a day of going to class in sixth grade yo fuck homework it's <laughs> yeah. just yeah talk about what you know right uh, i think that's like the simplest was, rule was, to writing it, people like people try to story. write about stuff that they don't know about i'm like why don't you just write about what you know about because you're an expert on that exactly exactly tell your story you know i think that's that's what i did i I, I rapped about waking up and going to school playing basketball smoking a joint in the parking lot which i didn't do in sixth grade but i already had the hindsight or the foresight <laughs> you I knew that say. that was a life for you yeah it was happening <laughs> <laughs> it was happening. Um, Do you remember any of the rhymes that you wrote when you were so, yeah, that young? You want to? Yeah, uh, it was something some like. Part? I mean, it was something <laughs> like. I remember the beginning. My brother always could help me out with this because he remember. It's like uh, I wake up in the morning and I open my eyes and I see some beautiful butterflies and I look to the right and I see my bro Chris and go to the bath. Make me want to go to the bathroom and take a piss and something like then going to school and then it was like talking about playing ball. And then uh, it's delightful. And then he goes, "Fuck you, man! I'm <laughs> making you take a piss." I kind of, I kind of call my my sixth grade teacher a jerk. You know? Ooh, edgy, yeah, so <laughs> very I, controversial I call him stuff. A real jerk, you know? Yeah, yeah. Let, let him know. Yeah, let him know. I told him. And now, when you say you talk about, uh, you like to talk about more serious issues now sometimes or have fun. Like, what are some of the things that you hold close to your heart that you like to talk about? Well, um. Dick. It's like. <laughs> I mean, I, the thing is, like, when I, I, it's hard to like. I try to write and have fun as much as possible, and just like rap bars and like come up with rhymes that are just like really you know cool and you know hit R and creative and. But like at the end of the day, like I want, I do want to use the power to like actually try to say something. Like the latest project that we worked on, my brother and I. You know, I was, we were trying to at least talk about our, like, approach to life and how things are happening around us in life. And we didn't get too, like, you know, cynical or, like, in-depth into things that are crazy in society. But it was more about, like, you know, what is, how is life affecting us and, like, how we are going to take that energy and turn it around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, making lemonade. Yeah, exactly. You know, lemonade, real nice lemonade. Juicy, juicy lemonade. Do you tour? 
yeah, we have done some tours. Now, how yeah. do you ever, have you experienced yet, or or is that not the kind of people that come to your shows? Like girls trying to like get on your dick. They're like, you were so good up there. You want to get I mean, your dick sucked? No, never like that blatantly. <laughs> really? Like, I'm yeah. actually surprised. No, no. I mean, I feel like I don't. I mean, I'm not like looking for that at shows necessarily. So I, I feel like the energy maybe isn't set up. And like, we don't have girls like that at the shows. Like, ah, you know, it's like more right. like, it's like, yeah. Like dude, into it, yeah, like into dudes it. coming out. Like, is it mostly yeah, dudes? Yeah, that are? I mean, there's, yeah, there's a lot of dudes. I mean, here in the city, it's a combination of like, like friends and like. Uh, I mean, there there's some people that like we know that are like female groups and that like, have come out supported for a while, and guys that come out and support for a while. So like, we have like a good camaraderie of people that come out and support in the city. Um, so but, no sexual relationships with fans. No, nah, not really. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't like. I don't know. I just something's kind of that I've never really been into doing. Yeah, you're like uh, in it for the craft. I am. Yeah. I mean, it's we noble. all we all have been in it for the craft. Like you know, I feel like you know, it's never been about like, oh, I'm gonna go get some fucking pussy after the show tonight. You know. Well, I mean, like, for a lot of like people, that. I feel like it is. Like, everyone yeah. I know who know, like every man who's ever I've ever met who knows how to play guitar, that was like they That's they, the they now they love guitar, but originally That's what they, they loved pussy. Get. Yeah. No. I mean. I mean. They viewed the guitar as the bridge and that the other end of the bridge was pussy. The, the interesting, I guess, I guess what's interesting about that is like the first time I ever started writing anything that was rhymes was poetry in like third grade for girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess it was like subliminally in my head, I was trying to get some pussy. But like it was like I'm just writing rhymes like, you know, and, and this is, you know, how I'm going to present it. And right. So I guess... Yeah, you know, like know. oh, people like when I do this, so maybe I'm good at this. I think, I think, I, yeah, yeah. Because we've, I've asked, I mean, we've asked people on the podcast that are musicians, like straight up, why'd you start the band? And I, I mean, they gave me the answer that exactly what I thought they were gonna say, like, well, to get girls. Yeah. But I feel like with the rap, when you look at artists like Kendrick and stuff, you they're obviously not in it like for the pussy. But then other rappers, you're like, you're in it for the pussy. Oh yeah, yeah. I, this isn't. <laughs> This isn't a rap group. This isn't even a group that you could give credit to. But L M F A O. Okay. Yeah, yeah, before yeah. they got before they got out. huge, yeah, their hits, their you know soul, like they just get to your soul. Um, <laughs> I went to a concert I of still theirs. Work out. <laughs> Good for you. Because I got a big dick. Um, I went to their concert when I was in college. I don't know how someone knew someone, and but they no one knew who they were yet. They weren't big. They weren't. They didn't have hits on the radio yet. And but the show was pretty good. It was really high energy. There was a lot of chicks there. And then after the show, I was standing kind of towards the front of the stage. There's this dude that came out behind these like metal barriers, and he goes, "You, you, you, you!" Like picking all these girls. And I was one of them with my friend. I had no idea what we were doing. He's like, "Come over this way." I'm like, "Oh, is it like a second secret show?" I walk in the room. VIP. VIP. The guy is snorting coke off of a butt cheek, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna go back here." I'm like, "This is what they do." Mm. That's crazy. I mean, it, after you have a big show and it goes well and everyone's freaking out and they're like, yeah, which is crazy to think about. But I guess you want to get bitches and do drugs after. But I mean, the thing is, I feel like a, a lot of people who get into it, they start experiencing all these things when they get into it. And it's like, for, I mean, for me, I've been making music or, you know, writing and, you know, living life long you know at a young age i started experiencing you know just life so it was like 
I didn't have to get into music to get into other things. You yeah. know, is experiencing it wasn't like, life what you call having sex? <laughs> is that what you meant? I yeah, mean, like I what mean, does he mean by just that? Just like you did, know, did like, you, I mean, you see a friend get no hit I mean, by a car. I mean, yeah, like you know, I did. I did start having sex at a young age and like smoking weed at a young age How young? and like you know just. You know, walking to school by myself in, in fifth grade, you know, to me at the time didn't seem crazy. But, you know, that, like fifth grade, you think kids walking by themselves to school. I mean, it's, you know, it's not it's not necessarily the safest thing to do, you know, in New York City. But I mean, right. it was definitely something that, you know, I just felt like in New York City. I mean, you grow up, fast. You grow up just not even intentionally. You just yeah. things happen around yeah. you where circumstances, um, you know, occur. So. Uh, you know, for me, I felt like music when I finally got to music where I was able to focus on it and try to make music, you know, to me, I'm not worried about all these other trinkets on the side, you know, like I make music because that's what the fuck I want to do is make dope music. And I think that also within my group is what we all feel when we make what we make. So, you know, the other stuff, I mean, they can have all that, you know, that's what they want, you know, and and that's the energy. Like, I kind of feel like I also put out at shows like I want to have a good time. Like, you know, let's have a drink, let's smoke, whatever. Let's chill. But, um, you know, I don't put out energy like, all right, yeah, we're going to go fuck, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Let's fuck on this amp. Well, I think you have to start using that voice if you want people to know, because for DM- me, that just alerted me. Yeah, like, that, that, uh-oh, hide like your a- vagina. It's yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. I think DMX got a copyright on that. <laughs> that specific voice. <laughs> yeah, well, I stop. I don't know. You can think of a new stop. one. What's your first sexual memory? You said you had, you know, a lot of experiences young. And what's your, what do you remember first sexually? Oh, man. Well... I guess if I mean if the first time I had sex, you know, I was thirteen, and uh, it was junior high school, and um, it was scary as shit. But it was also <laughs> pretty awesome. What are guys scared time. of with sex? Because I think girls are scared of obviously the pregnancy thing, but also like a dick is kind of scary when you haven't seen a lot. Yeah, you're I guess like when you've oh never God. seen one before. It's like unzipping the one. fly <laughs> is more like. Le- possibly removing a rock from a cave that a dragon might be in yeah or yeah 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 that was that was way better than i was gonna say lifting up a rock and seeing like a snake but yeah a dragon in a cave underneath the rock or it might be a snake you never know or it might be a nice little worm that you want to hang out with yeah um i no i never really i mean i wasn't no i had an experience where you know it was it was very quick and uh how quick yeah it was very quick. I mean, I was 13 years old, so I had, I think it was like a minute. That's pretty good. I mean, it, I mean, it was amazing. It felt amazing. The best, best minute, minute of your life. <laughs> I've had a few more minutes. It was the best minute it of was, your life. It, it, was, it, was, it was a really good minute. And, uh, you know, anyone who's been in that minute would know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. You no. know what I mean? Who was your partner? Uh, do I have to say her name? No, 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 no. no, no. Just like, uh, was she a girlfriend? A 13-year-old girl? Was she oh, yeah. a 20-year-old she was a woman? She was a classmate. She a nanny? Okay. Were you dating? Classmate. Yeah, we were dating. Okay. We were boyfriend and girlfriend. How did Shout it come up? Her. Shout out to her. How did it I come up? Uh, how did that conversation, like, you want to, are we ready to have sex yet? You think oh, we man. are? Do you remember that? Um, no. I, I mean, I remember we both were just really horny, I think. It was <laughs> yeah. a half day. <laughs> Yeah, it's always a half School, day. A half oh, day. yeah, it was a half damn, day for me too. Damn half days, and uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was, it was very interesting. I mean, it was amazing and interesting in how fast and like how it happened. You know, was it, it everything of, you it thought it'd be? Happened. 
Uh, I mean, I didn't know what it would be. Yeah. So it was like, it was more than anything I could have thought of. <laughs> Did you kind of go into it just not knowing anything? Like, didn't your so friends deep. talk about it or did not, your dad uh, yeah. tell you anything about I mean, it? Not, not like, not like, okay, so you're going to like go in and then you're going to, no, yeah, there was, I just, it, you know, whatever, whatever happened, I guess I knew, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I've seen some porn at that point. So I understood what was happening. Um, but I just, you know, it just kind of just went, you know, I went with the flow and everything seemed to work <laughs> went out. Went with the flow of your dick. Indeed. <laughs> you, is sex something that is important to you that you crave all the time or is it something that's there, um, but your desire to make music is stronger? No. Well, I know it's two, they're two different things cause it's a form of expression with making music and putting out to the masses and sex is obviously more intimate. Yeah. It's, uh, I feel like sex is sex is very important i feel like intimacy and passion are equally as important as the sex like for me i can't have sex with somebody who i'm not feeling passionate about you know it's it's just not like what's the point yeah like i don't really get that connection like i'm not maybe i'm just not that free with my body you know that's how you like to use your dick yeah i just don't like to throw it around and like see what happens you know (laughs) um so i you know i i'm i guess i'm a little more reserved in that regard i like to be a little bit more into it like you know what i mean yeah um but yeah i I also you know i don't know work is and doing work is important staying focused is important not that you know there's such thing as having too much sex or anything like that but i I don't know it's just gotta you know i sex is awesome so you know find your balance (laughs) that's the motto for the podcast yeah yeah sex is awesome sex is awesome so uh you know find your balance i would say you know that's that's important i gotta say you are you're knocking down all the stereotypes that i was hoping to challenge you on and fight with you about i was expecting you to be a real jerk today on guys be fucked you're really delightful have you ever have you ever and it's very irritating (laughs) it is have you you, call me the ginger gringo yo ginger gringo get in this pussy have you ever slut shamed a girl see this is the thing okay oh here we go yeah get my beer out no 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 so like you know like i said my mother you know primarily raised me no no no. (laughs) No, not that I know of. Uh, maybe in a previous life, I don't know. No, Hell yeah! Knock on wood. Uh, but uh, but I'm here today, so that's what matters. And my brother's here today. Um, but no, like she raised us, and like she, I did, I think a pretty good job in like making sure that we respected women. And, like yeah. had like, you know, the right idea of at least the, not even the approach, but just like the society. I don't know. I don't know where I got it from because to me, it's like I was never the guy who was always just like, "Yo, you see that girl's ass?" Right? That yeah. Like, like, That's what I was I'm hoping you would say, be, but you're really I, not. No, no, no. I'm not gonna say I haven't like I've looked at a girl's ass and been standing with I somebody. Mean, I've and, looked at and, a girl's and, ass. It's totally fine. Yeah, I look yeah, at yeah, girls' you know titties all the time. Like, yeah. It's. I mean, I think you know, at the end of the day, you can overthink things, you know. But I'm not one who's like out there trying to make it uncomfortable for women to walk around or like well, bravo thank, thank you thank y'all thank you so thank much y'all. thank y'all that's so appreciative do you I, have friends that do that that cat call girls uh i have yeah. definitely seen i've seen some calling for sure <laughs> now and when I, that happens and you're with the you're like hanging out with them uh, what, what what do you do uh, 
There's no wrong answer. I'm just asking. It depends on how inebriated I am. If you know, <laughs> if I'm drunk, you know, and maybe I laugh more. But as long as it's you know funny and not not something that's really you know kind of over the border, you know. I, I'm not, I get over the border instead over of the over bo- the line. Over the line, yeah, yeah, over the border. <laughs> well, that's when that's they start intense. speaking Spanish. That's <laughs> over the border, cat calling in Spanish. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just. Don't cross to, the border, don't, man. Don't talk about the border, man. <laughs> um, like, but, what do you have any? Like, do you remember anything your friends have said? You don't have to name names or anything. That was like, out of line. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, not not specifically anything that anyone's ever said. Like, I mean, because as a woman, like, it's kind of walking around, like, it's part of our daily lives. Not to say that it happens. Every every day but if you live in a city a lot of times when you go outside it's like oh this is gonna happen or before you decide what to put on it sounds silly and i know a lot of women talk about it all the time but that's because it fucking happens all the time so i'm just curious like one of the ways that i was thinking of that it could stop is like if dudes friends were like yeah don't do that man the girls don't like that because like we don't yeah no um yeah. that's the only thing i could think of that to would, like help the problem okay that's good to know and i think <laughs> so pass it along <laughs> to your boys i will pass that along <laughs> i mean like i said it like i when when people are out drinking and not necessarily saying me because i don't even drink that often i mean i drink you know every now and then but i don't drink that often but you know when people are out drinking i feel like things are said a lot more freely oh, and yeah. loosely you know and that goes both ways i think you know you know women and girls are just as easily can say some crazy shit oh know, yeah and then you know but you know as far as it goes as like the disrespectful uncomfortable unnecessary really type stuff you know i don't know if it's an insecurity thing you the, know from the guy yeah doing from it? the guy like it, it maybe has it's an to be, insecurity. Right? I, I mean that's what i think because there's what else no is way it? a girl would fuck you if you go, yo, ma, give me that pussy. The thing is, on the street. there might be a girl who might. That's why they do it. I, mean, I don't know. Because this is this historically is so one chick people, did it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like one out of, you know, 59, 69 girls did it. You know, I was going to say thousand. But yeah, thousand, but that's that's one, one, that one, one out was of enough. a million, one out of a million. Yeah. Like, you know, like Jim Carrey said, you're telling me there's a chance. Well, see, know? guys <laughs> cat call in hopes to fuck just like I play the lottery. I could have. I could. It could, it could happen. It could. Hey, someone's it could gonna happen, win it. You know? Yeah. You yeah. Got, Why not me? You got to be in it to win it. So I guess you got a cat call and to maybe get fucked. Yeah. Right. It, I mean, <laughs> what if they actually? I mean, I guess they do meow. Right. Really? That, that's why they call it cat call. Well, I mean, to me, I no one's ever meowed at me, but people have gone like, or like that sounds. Yeah. Like but you're calling an animal. That's a squirrel call. Is, is that, that a squirrel? Call? I've never squirrel. Next time you, you see speak a squirrel, squirrel, I've never called a squirrel. I, I, I never called a squirrel before. <laughs> no, but I, I call. I have. I will yeah. call a dog like that too. Like a dog, yeah, a dog. Come will here. Listen to that. No, but squirrels actually make that noise. That's like the noise they make uh, when they're eating you know, acorns. Not squirrels. When they're eating acorns or walnuts. But still, like, don't. I'm not a fucking squirrel. Yeah, don't exactly. Go, don't go, you know. Because the second I hear vermin. that, even if I'm like looking down, I'm like, you fucking prick. And I look around like, who's doing it? Sometimes they're not talking to me. And yeah. I'm like, all right, sorry. But then a lot of times they are. I'm like, fuck, I'm not. Like I it makes your it. pussy crawl into itself like a snail. Like just I I just, just oh, yeah. heads up to everyone. Yeah, no, or like a turtle yeah. going into a shell or Fellas, something. you know, you got you to gotta tone down speak the, the, truth. the calling. The calling, you know, just speak politely. What would you rather hear, have them say? 
Nothing. Nothing. Okay. On the street, Don't I say mean, shit. I mean, if someone, I, I guess there is that instance where, like, you could have see someone who you truly think is like you are destined to be with, but that's not happening every block. But don't yeah, also you think block. though that we need to switch it around? Not switch it around, but it needs more encourage more women to approach guys. I'm totally with that I mean, because I that think, should happen. Like, guys should feel sexy. Like, that's a that's a good. I think question. that's an insecurity thing. I mean, maybe that's yeah. why guys don't get hit on like that, so they feel like they have to go extra. Extra to but try you're also and get taught. some kind of a reaction or something, you know, because when else are they going to get the reaction? No. But that's why they have an entire dance in high school dedicated to the <laughs> girl asking a guy out because it never happens. But I feel like if because like girls, dance? Sadie, Sadie Hawkins, Hawkins. Wow. My, my high school never did it. <laughs> I've never heard of that because no one would have gone. But I feel like Southern. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, but I think like men don't feel sexy. Do you feel sexy ever? Because women certainly do, but... Do I feel sexy? Yeah. When I'm doing comedy, I don't feel sexy, Ever but I feel since charged. since started trending. Your man bun. Now, I was going to say. Man bun. telling me, you know, I, you know I, for me, this is, this is, okay, I grew up always thinking, like, I never really thought about looks, per, like, how I looked other than, like, you know, I was me, you know? I thought, like, you know, being good at different things was going to be what got me somewhere yeah and, you know and that's how i think it still you know should be you know what you do it is kind of for men it is for it men. is it is it is it is i mean i mean unless you're like stupid attractive I then mean, it's distracting yeah then i yeah i guess it's like one of those things <laughs> where you just can't get anywhere in life if that's if that's what's going on but i know i don't know like you know i think as i've gotten older i've definitely embraced you know myself you know more as far as just like how the world kind of reacts to me or like you know yeah um when i was younger i didn't really acknowledge or recognize it you know i was so like here in my well head. that's why children are pure and adults are monsters yeah. oh yeah, yeah and well, that's a lot I'm of a times fucking monster now you don't really seem like one <laughs> you're a very nice monster and that's why I though more say. women go into sex work though i think too because they realize that their bodies are currency are their the women's looks are their currency as as much as that sucks, I feel like that's really true because if someone's attracted to you, they're going to hire you for the job. You're more likely to get hired for something. People are going to be nicer to you when you're a woman, when you're a man, probably too, but with women, God damn, you get treated so differently based on how you look. It's so annoying. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, wow, if we didn't care about that, what would I have been in my life? Would I have been a mathematician? <laughs> no, but still do some mathematics. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what that is. I mean, that's something that's been in place in society. And, you know, like for I mean, there's so many things that society is still trying, I think, break out of. Um, and that being one is this mentality that, you know, women have to be treated a certain way in the workplace or any, you know, anywhere and just walking down the street, you know, and, you know, guys, maybe they just haven't evolved yet enough to like mentally think about you know, how am I doing this right now? Like, you know, right. maybe they can reflect on it later, but, you know, you got to be able to just kind of apply it as you go. Do women hit on you? Uh, I feel like they would. I mean, I feel like I give off, like, unless you talk to me, like, I give off, unless I'm, 
where I work, you know, I, I, work, I work where there's a lot of people who, you know, I, I work at a, a very popular uh, grocery store, Trader Joe's. Shout out to them. Um, oh, I can see you working at Trader out. Joe's. Yeah, five, when I saw those glasses. 540, yep. 540 in the building. Shout yeah. out to them working hard over there. Give and, that uh, discount. Shane. Uh, 10%, 10%. Hell yeah, they're putting a Trader Joe's on 3rd Avenue right by me. <laughs> That's right, they are actually. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I feel like there where I'm like, exposed and i say exposed just because there's a lot of people there and there's <laughs> this is customer service customer, there's all this <laughs> exposed to trader joe's <laughs> i feel so naked up here at this cash no, register no, <laughs> no it's it's uh you know i feel like i can't i can't walk away from anything no you know, you're behind I, that I wooden to, cabinet i have thing. to like be there and like you the know the guy with the paddle will yell at you yeah well i'm the guy with the paddle so oh <laughs> oh yeah but the I'm guy the, one, the line yeah, dictator yeah, 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 will yell yeah. at you um that's me too we do everything over there <laughs> what kind of shirt do you wear there is it the red one with the flowers i, I, I wear whatever Hawaiian. color shirt you know i have ready to go <laughs> oh okay yeah i don't wear, wear like the flower shirt oh, no, okay do good shirt. No, perfect I, do women no. hit on you when you're at trader joe's i get i get Hi. a lot of different things over there what I mean, let's hear them no i mean <laughs> i would say like a lot of like um i would say women who don't have hair and like <laughs> So cancer patient? No, 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 okay. no. But, but like, Older women, they, bald but, chicks, like yeah, sexy well, bald definitely, definitely, like 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 fucking Amber Rose chicks. <sighs> It's. I would say, like for instance, like yeah, there'd be older women who are in there, and I mean older, like you know, older women, like not grandmother women, age. Yeah, who would go? Your hair is so nice, and it's like really annoying because you know, and I'm gonna get this. This annoys the hell out of me, but I keep my hair up in the bun because if I put it down. It would be a whole nother level of just weight. You know, it would just be too much for me to deal with. I think. I think. Like they like like society couldn't handle it, and it would I be an extra handle, five minutes I couldn't at handle, checkout. Yes, they yes, like, is yes. that the guy from Beauty and the Beast? And after I couldn't he turns handle the, the, the society. Guy? Is really what it is. <laughs> like I'm not ready for that. Like you know, when I make music and I can control my surroundings and what I'm doing, like I feel much more comfortable. Like fully. Like. You know, recently I've just gotten real comfortable with not wearing my glasses all the time. You know, like I just, you know, glasses I are kind of like a shield. Yeah. Uh, and but honestly, you know what? In reverse from that is the glasses and they are like a shield. Um, But like what I've noticed is because I am kind of blind a little bit in my left eye. Uh, it creates a much more of a like I, I have blinders on kind of so oh. I can like kind of be more present here than like always being all over the place with like you know just looks or energies or anything uh -huh. like that i can just be um but yeah no so it's it's interesting so you get old ladies loving your hair do you get any like younger like yeah, girls I mean, your age i think girls like, flirt all the time you know me, what here's I mean? my number. no nah, i don't get that i don't okay. get that um you, you get know, numbers I've, I've had a couple no nah, like i don't put the energy out there like that like i think i have like a very like that's why I would think there, girls would want to fuck you and hit on you I, in in public. No, I don't know. I mean, maybe I think you're maybe not they, just notice. You're just not noticing it, maybe. Because a lot know. of guys are oblivious to that shit. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there's there's a lot of eyes out there. You know, like eyes are like constantly. You know, so there's a lot of eyes out there. But like, you know, I'm like I don't necessarily. You know, I'm not looking for that kind of a thing. So like to be just walked up on even though you know maybe that would be nice you know but hey yeah, yeah do you have a girlfriend 
Uh, right now, I am out of a relationship that I was in for a while, and it's still kind of gray area for me. But um, yeah, it's like fizzling uh, out. Uh, it's it's just it's more it's kind of a psychological thing. My you know just trying to mm-hmm. pretend you don't miss her kind of thing. Uh, no, I definitely miss her. Uh, but you know it's one of those things where I, I had to kind of get some space in my head to think. You know and. It's uh, it's been going all right though, as far as clearing my head a little bit. I, w- I went upstate this weekend and spent three days, just kind of up in the woods, mm. and uh, it was just me, the birds, and silence, and it was it was amazing. Were you in a house or did you just sleep in the woods? No, no, I was in the house. <laughs> I was in the house. Uh, not only imagining to. a bird building a nest in your bum <laughs> bum. <laughs> they tried. They tried to. They're actually, a couple of bees tried to fucking build a hive. Um, but no, yeah, not, um, my, my mother has a house up there, so I was able to kind of get away real quick and, and just get the time, take a time out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, sometimes you need to take a time out. For sure. And then what other things like are part of like your breakup process as a man? I'm always interested in like uh, a man's breakup it's process. It's kind of crazy because right now to even talk about it is just kind of interesting to know that we're talking about this on air, but, uh, it's the breakup process. I don't know. I it's tough man i mean i feel like you know i i'm still not exactly like you know i i, I feel like in where i was at the time when we were doing you know i'm feeling like we got to take break i got to break up you know I, i'm trying to do what's best for me you know and, yeah. and look out for me and like you know but as you take time and you you know you get space and you you know you you have time to reflect and evaluate you know you don't know you know and things are always like maybe I made a mistake or maybe we should be together uh, just, kind of thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you just think just what am I doing exactly? You know, you got to think about this shit. Like it's, you know, when it's a serious relationship. You got to think, you know, um, you know, what are you going to continue to do and how are you going to do it? And, um, you know, I don't All know. All right, King Veg. And then... <laughs> I you mean, know, you just a, sit like, there and you're know. like, what I do I want to do? I feel like I still do? haven't, like, emotionally... Are you hurt or are you oh, numb? Yeah. I mean, or are no, you... I've, I feel like before we even broke up, I was going through, like, some emotions, you know? Like, it was it was tough even... Because it was like, I, I don't know. I, like, I didn't know. I thought for a while, you know, I thought we were going to go go keep doing this and All in our relationship. Way. And, you know, and she, and she was down, you know? She was down, but it was, um, you know, there was just some things that support wise that i felt like were a little off and you know things got weird you know just between some of the chemistry and you know i needed to take a break to really reevaluate myself and like what i'm trying to do um with my life and um you know and i think as you're doing that you know you get emotional i know she definitely was very emotional about it and, yeah um did you, know, you cry yeah hell yeah Oh yeah, because you're a fucking man and you feel yeah. and you don't care. The only time I'll ever cry is family and love. That's it. I mean, I, you know, if I get hurt, you know, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to cry some, from some physical pain. Unless it's like in the gut, physical pain. Well, obviously you know? you've never been shot. I have not been shot, so Darn I can't it. say that I wouldn't What kind of a rapper are you? Yeah, this I, is I bullshit. I don't have any bullet wounds, but um, thankfully. <laughs> now, it's so interesting to me. So you're, you're, you're the nicest, I'm going to say you're the nicest rapper that ever lived and <laughs> you're very respectful. So it's like, Oh, uh, this is, this is totally ruined my reputation. No, right this now. is great though. <laughs> I think, it's, I think it's great because you know, we, we, 
we I didn't expect you to be this great. We expect you to walk in and be a no. real woman hating asshole. Okay, and we so were let's jazzed. talk about that. I want to talk about yeah, uh, hip hop culture and the treatment of women and the depiction of women and all. It's 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 not it's not a great place for women. So how is someone who like you who's super respectful and you know well spoken? How how is what are your thoughts on this? Um, let's get into it. Are you saying from like just how you know how they're portrayed in music videos or how they spoken about? Like, I mean, I think how it's, they lo- regard women sometimes. Like, I was I was a kid going yeah. like I like them young, fresh, and green with more <laughs> hand between. You know what I mean? I was fucking rapping to Biggie songs I mean. as a kid, and I was like, I don't know. I didn't at the time know what it means, and then when I listen back, I'm like, fuck, I love that track, but that's. Is he raping bitches? What the fuck? Yeah, it's like a ton of sexual objectification. Just, you know, like women are people who suck your dick real good. Every rapper has eight women. You know, and this is not all rap, of course. But I think, you know, it's something that is definitely associated with hip hop culture. And a woman is a prop in a lot of the rap songs. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're like this fucking goddess. But it seems to be there's no middle ground. They're either like this, this ass that I fuck. Or that's around to make me feel good yeah. or, you know. Give you some validation. Yeah, that you're yeah. doing something with your life. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I think in at least from what I experienced and saw, you know, early on, early 90s and, you know, late 80s when, you know, R&B and hip hop were like kind of two different things. You know, R&B was always very like into you know glorifying the woman and yeah. like you know very sensual and like mm-hmm. you know appreciating the woman like that was like you know and hip-hop was more on the conscious like let me talk about something like maybe you might throw in something about a girl here and there but it was more like which, what was going around in the yeah, world yeah yeah you're you talking know? about what's going on around you it's not as much like oh you know from the window to the wall ski 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 yeah you know <laughs> like it's not i mean so like, I think and I, I'm not like, I don't want to be like, yeah, no, it, it, <laughs> exactly. I get you need something to like it, dance to in the club. It, I think they marketed it, you know, like yeah. I think the industry was like, listen, sex sells, drug sells, you know, violence in hip hop's case sells. Let's make music popular with this message, you know, yeah. because at the end of the day, I mean, you know, as somebody who appreciates conscious rap, you know, they didn't want a bunch of people who were smart and intelligent speaking truths on the mic and reaching the masses, you know, and that because that scares them, scares the hell out of them, you know, and, uh, you know, in an industry run by the dollar, you know, they sell what they want to sell, you know, and uh, the message, I think, changed a little bit. And it went through some stages. And now, I mean, you got artists now who kind of do the, you know, like, like Drake, you know, yep. to name one guy who recently put out a song, you know, he he has some songs that touch touch home, like about some real personal, like, you know, relationship stuff. But then he also has some music that, you know, is a little bit more on, you know, well, hotline bling. Like, if you like look at the lyrics, there's some girl who posted uh, on her Facebook that went viral about basically she was reinterpreting the words that he said. And if you actually think of the song and you look at the you read the lyrics, you're like, oh, he moved away and he's mad that she's still getting dick. Yeah. He He's like a controlling maniac. Yeah. In song. And and yeah. when that girl wrote the that post, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> God damn it. Because that's the problem with, I think, a lot of hip hop is so fucking catchy that you can just find yourself and then you're like, what just came out of my mouth? 
What did I say? What did I just say? Yeah. No. But then people like Kendrick, like Backseat Freestyle, that video, there was a fucking two, a minute of that video. He was sitting, he was standing outside of a car and this fucking hot chick, this hip hop video girl was twerking for a whole minute and he was just standing next to it. And, but to me, I was like, that's beautiful. Like, I don't know. It was the way he did it. Cause, and his, and his songs are about something way beyond just like getting pussy. Yeah. Yeah. So when he does it, I'm like, oh, that's fucking art. Shut up, everybody. But I don't know. But then when someone like, like um, the Ying Yang twins sing a song, I'm like, gosh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I guess it's presentation too, you know, cause you know, you know, Kendrick isn't about that. You know, that's not what he's about. So if he includes it in his presentation, you know, it was done deliberately with a purpose. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just. It felt like, that way, yeah. Yeah, it felt like, yeah, you know, like he, it was there with an, a point to be artistic, whatever his point was, you know, it was there for a reason. Uh, I think a lot of artists, like, I mean, I'm, we have a video that we shot, you know, several years back where we hired. Uh, you know, an, an actress or an actor to come over. Um, is it is it politically correct to say actor? I can say actor for anyone. Actor, right? actors both. Yeah, so we had yeah. an actor come over and um and she, you know, we paid her. I think it was like a hundred dollars to be in the video, just to be in the video. Like she didn't do anything except just like be extra in the video. And yeah. she, you know, she didn't, you know, she didn't do anything even like she literally stood there and just like kind of like moved mm -hmm. and it was like at the time you know we kind of did it last minute to make a video happen but it was like was it even necessary to do that you know like, <laughs> just wasted Shit, was that hundred dollars we could have eat we could have eaten lunch Hell yeah, that was lunch for the crew right there <laughs> some fucking falafels down the street but did you what what was the casting call like no no girl I, no i don't know i think my boy just like went on craigslist or something and just was like need need someone for a music video or something oh, yeah. like that and okay yeah was like, i think it was i think it was just that well i mean surely you took a look at the photos and made I, sure I, that she was not so. a troll i i, I did, yes i hope you did i didn't you know i didn't wasn't in charge of that that process <laughs> so i i hope there was some screening involved in, in, whoever in replies first. Yeah, I mean, it worked out all right. I mean, I guess it was, yeah, whoever applies, you know, first respond. But know. it's weird, though, because when women are objectified in rap videos, insert, sometimes I've seen it, like, the, in the Kendrick video that I'm like, that's beautiful. And then I'll see it in a Yin Yang Twins video. I'm like, that's fucking disgusting. And then Nikki Minaj will just do it herself. I'm like, she's in control. That's okay. Right. But then I'm kind of like, though? I don't know. Yeah. I don't well, know. Or is the industry in I mean, it control. has to be. It's all Leo yeah. Cohen or something. I don't know. Like, the I mean, heads up at the labels. You know, who knows? <laughs> who knows who's in control? You yeah. know, I mean, everything we do is all independent and out of, you yeah. know, out of the house. So you don't have a house, label, like, over. Where are you going? No, we just DXA Records is our label. And who, I mean, they, people who you see doing stuff, I mean, there's very few independent artists who you actually see doing what they do. You know, everyone has somebody dictating, you know, what their message is. Not, you know, I'm not going to say everybody, but like, you know, artists a lot of time will do what they got to do to sell you yeah. know and you know they have talent that's why we have songs like wah, 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 hee, nah, nah, hee. shit is catchy as hell though. i know <laughs> make me want to work it work, makes work, me want to just work. Yeah. yeah well what's your message if you could in a sense i don't know if See, you I, could explain to the children your I, message i feel like my message is just try to do your best you know, and whatever you do, and you know, because best rhymes with a lot of things, or yeah, because <laughs> best is better than the rest. Perfect, exactly what we thought. Nailed it. Yeah. Do you, are you good at freestyling? 
Uh, I can slow a little bit. Can you make a rap about Corinne and I real quick? Make a rap right now? <laughs> yeah, it, we oh. can tell you some facts. Yeah. Give or about some. guys we fucked. Okay, give me some facts. What are we gonna um, do? Quirky and positive and naive. <laughs> okay. Corinne <laughs> loves... Uh, like a real life vampire. Yeah. I uh, like taking pictures of her butt. Like taking pictures of my butt. Okay. More okay. realistic, I will say. Yeah. I don't want to say. Less uh, whimsical. Okay. <laughs> for sure. Okay. I'm like an, a child forever. Like if I could wear a tutu, I would every day. Every day. Yeah. And... Um, Okay. I, I like dogs you, a lot. I like smiling. Smiling. Smiling and whiling. <laughs> Wish you had a unicorn since you was born. Since two in the morn, even on your knees praying. Naive every day and bums on the street asking for change. More realistic here. Still passing the strange. Greenery to the right. No, no smoke in the building. But I'm here. Sorry about last night. And we all chillin'. Here's one for the children. Uh, don't peace off the mind spilling. Mm, whatever's willing. You know the microphone killing. What's the feeling? We talking about my breakup. Had to drop a few lines just for the quick shakeup. Upstairs, downstairs. What kind of hair does he have? Blonde hair, brown hair. I don't know, but not from around here. More like the lower east. Flow is beast. Don't peace. Uh, represent the older beast that I was. Well, I'm going to be. Uh, whatever. Represent 14th to Willoughby, Brooklyn. Uh, good looking. Kind of handsome. Stand six feet tall. Don't got a grandson. Not even a son or a couple grandson. Maybe a couple grandson. Whatever. Damn, son. You got a couple grand. Couple grand. You six feet tall? I'm six feet tall. God damn. No, not six one, not five eleven. Well, that, that, <laughs> thanks for clarifying that yeah, for us. Yeah, just had to make sure that was understood, not overstood. Mm -hmm. Oh shit! Now, nice. do you get in the zone? Like when I get on, when I'm done with a comedy show, like when you're in a relationship. You know, I do a comedy show, I'll like do a roast battle or something. I'll come home and I'll just like start making fun of Steven and my boyfriend. I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm still in the zone. Do you get like that with? Your girlfriend or your people or whoever lives with you. Um, and you're like, whoops, I gotta get out of it. Uh, like, you just I'm start in talking. Zone, I tell you to get the fuck out of the zone. I mean, I, if I'm in the zone, then. They gotta zone get out of your zone. One. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, if I'm really in the zone, then it's like, yeah, I, just, I gotta be in the zone. Don't bother me. But, you know. But do you ever get, get stuck like when you're talking to people like when you're at uh, when you're at a deli, you're like, yo, man, give me coffee, man, because I got to do a grandstand <laughs> for my man, man. <laughs> I don't know. That was good. Thank um, you. That was dope. That was dope. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, you know, at work, sometimes I'll bust a little rhyme. Uh, my brother used to do that all the time. <laughs> you're doing it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. You're like, that. yo, the mochi it's chocolate, nice, nice selection. Nice selection. <laughs> uh, um, paper or plastic. Paper. You know, we reckon all the dumps in the ocean because that's where the trash goes. I'm going to stop. This uh, is embarrassing. That's, that's the fat flows, though. Thank that's you. the fat flows, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes the zone just, you know, I stay in the zone up here. You know, whether I'm saying it out loud, like I'll be, I, I wrap forehead. my forehead, well, my temple. Temples. And uh, I keep, I try to keep the zone up here so that, you know, if I have to rap, you know, on the spot, 
So it seems like if we're in a, if we're, so it's almost (laughs) in a relationship with you, it might be, it might be difficult as a, women don't like being told to get out of their zone. Oh, if you get, if you tell me to get out of my zone, I'm going to get so much farther in your zone. But if you're in my zone, I would be like, please leave my zone. My zone is very bloody right now. It's very bloody zone. (laughs) It's Um, dark and bloody like my stool. Yeah. Well, there's a bloody. Are you okay? I'm I'm still trying to rap. (laughs) See, it's it's, it's fun. It's hard to stop. It's hard to stop. It is really hard to stop. Um, No. Yeah. I mean. Like you ever tell a girl like when you're on the couch and you're trying to think of shit. He's like, can you stop talking? (laughs) Nah, because if. If if we're sitting on the couch, you're already know, and I'm in the zone. You know I'm in the zone. So it's so a, they know not even mess with your zone. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's a mutual <laughs> it's a mutual understanding agreement. Yeah. You know, I mean, the fact that I would be willing to sit there next to you on the couch in my zone is you know I feel super like, intimate. Yeah, it's like exactly. It's it like more intimate, intimate than sex. Intimate. Like you're. I mean, I'm I'm. I guess, I mean, for anybody who's in the zone and they're like, it's them and what they're doing, you know, for anyone to have somebody else there kind of able to either look over, not that they are, but like, you know, just that kind of like comfort level to be, you know, you're here and you're part of this experience of what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's pretty, you know. Well, relationships make you vulnerable and then the artistic process also makes you vulnerable. So to kind of combine those two things is the ultimate vulnerability and it's like very difficult to let someone it's also hard i feel like with art like because if you like someone you're in a relationship with them and then you let them into your art and they don't like your art or you don't like you know that's the if you don't like their art that's that's gonna be the end can you fuck someone or have sex with them if you don't have any artistic respect for them i'm obviously they have to be in the art field because if they're not then that's not even a question um i mean i think you know i think being creative or i mean you know, I don't know if, if you have to be an artist is a credential to, no, to no. get fucked, but you know what I mean. Like <laughs> for you, it's not like you don't. I don't you don't usually gravitate. I think you know, tele- show me a painting. I mean, yeah, let me see if you have skills. Um, <laughs> no, but I, you know, I think having the intelligence to be creative and think out of the box and to you know be ambitious, you know, is definitely you know qualities that you need to you know have a display to be you know interesting yeah do you ever take that into the bedroom with sex and like do you because i know people i've met people i've been with people that they sex to them it's important that sex is adventurous not all the time but like it's just it's an experience it's intimate they need to really be into the person and so do you like do you ever have times where you're like i want to improve my sex life by trying something new with somebody or spicing it up or is it kind of uh, you get on top again. Uh, like, how do you spice up or how do you... Uh, see, that's a good question. I don't... I mean, that's... I feel like passion, you know, yeah. there's got to be, you know, there's got to be something that spice, you know, yeah. I I don't know exactly how you do it. Just have you ever... Like, do you have kinks? It, you know what I mean? But you like, you got to like... You fuck with your wa- eyes wide, wide open <laughs> yeah, staring at the woman. Yeah. yeah. I fucking love you. No, you I... I remember this. I like the idea of, you know, freedom to have sex, like when I want to have it, you know, if I want to have it, when I want to have it. So not rape. 
That's no, so good. Not rape. No, no. Obviously, it has to be. But uh, it has to be. Everyone has to know what's going on. It's got to be consensual. Yeah. Um, Everyone's both awake. Both parties. Both They're parties conscious. are very interested in. Their eyes are open. In the experience. Yeah. We're You're a true they hero. Have a, they have a pulse. Yeah. That's always good. Um, what's the kinkiest thing you've ever done? Oh man, kinkiest thing I've ever done. Uh, I mean, I've for had, you, I've had sex on the beach. Ooh. Um, you know, I feel I've like had you're sex a... in the woods. Um, <laughs> oh. In the woods or in a house in the woods? No, in the woods. Damn. Um, that sounds crunchy. I mean, sounds I've, like I've fire had, I've had sex on the roof of buildings and the staircase. You know, I mean, you're more know, of a locations guy. I like, yeah, I like just, cinematographer. I mean, this is like, you know, my life. Like in my, in my, in my, you know, last relationship. You know, it was, it was more centered around you know the bedroom and more you know it and it was something i had to adjust to at least mentally and like kind of just you know and and i i will say like it was you know it was something i had to get acclimated to the idea of like you know maybe i i'm not gonna be able to you know when when i am feeling the urge express myself like i'm feeling this way because it probably won't be reciprocated in the same way did she Which, not like having sex in stairwells is that what you're trying to say well no that's that's an old experience that's okay. not, yeah, no no Meaning I, like, I, don't, I don't need to have sex in stairwells i'm just saying like you know not that the bedroom is anything wrong with the bedroom like you know i think it's just I, comfortable. I, I appreciate <laughs> i appreciate the bedroom you know what i mean a lot but to me you know sometimes you know you might just feel horny yeah you know and like you know that's and she just... would like make you wait until you were not in public and you resented that <laughs> i didn't know <laughs> long long side <laughs> no because it's it's not right for me to feel like i resent that you know mm-hmm. like, no but not, that mean or it's not that's not the case like because i gotta respect and you know respect what she wants you know yeah, and right. it's not like i can be like ah you're wrong for not feeling like no how of I course feel, not you know? oh yeah was there so, sexual compatibility uh yeah there was um for sure you know i think it was something that you know kind of when you know it's an adjustment yeah anytime yeah any and any you know when you have different partners in life you know there's the adjustment every time you, oh, gotta, yeah. you know so it's like it's almost like you forget how to have sex yeah well you just gotta you know <laughs> you gotta you gotta see what the approach is like and you mm-hmm. know how you're gonna stick the landing and like make sure <laughs> that the flight is comfortable and isn't too bumpy unless it's you know, not wants spirit airline yeah, yeah. Fuck Spirit, yeah, yeah. Fuck Spirit Airlines, man. <laughs> Cheap ass fake plus. Right? They, oh, seats man. don't even fucking recline. Oh, man. They're so bad. But all the money goes into the baggage. Well, you know, we're all truly starving artists because we've all flown Spirit (laughs) Airlines. We're all familiar. Denzel Washington has never flown Spirit Airlines. No, lack thereof, Spirit Airlines. (laughs) Um, Do you have a sexual fantasy that you want to do? See, that's the thing. That's that's like what kind of I'm talking about. Like fantasy, like sexual fantasy. Like to me the ability or the situational ability to like okay are we feeling this right now let's you know go that's part of the fantasy like to me like i want to feel like you know the fantasy can happen at any time yeah you know what i mean like if you know the time is right um you know so to me you know i never really thought like oh you know i want to you know go to the moon and Whoa! Take you know, take yeah. a rocket ship to Pluto, and you know, 
I mean, that's very expensive. Yeah, you also, moon not possible. Right? By the time you get fantasy, there, you're gonna be like though. 87. But that's a fantasy, though, right? Yeah, like that's a fantasy. Your fantasies you are <laughs> not achievable. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you have very ones? Unrealistic. Do you have? Well, that's good though. I think you're you're a dreamer. Do you have sexual? <laughs> not the fantasy? only one. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that somewhere. Fuck. Um, <laughs> do you have any sexual fantasies that are like? able to carry out that you're like i've always wanted to have sex on the dance floor or i want the girl to wear a leather fucking strap on or i want her in a dress that's kind of like a school girl i don't know i'm just um, pulling stuff out of my ass but or i want someone to pull stuff out of my ass i don't know yeah no i mean that's a fantasy is pulling stuff out of you know doing anal things beads, about it. Yeah, anal beads these know. are easily achievable fantasies yeah they though. are they now are. we went way we in the st- other direction the we go to store down a block no um <laughs> i don't uh you know like i think some of my experiences in life already i mean i've never had a threesome you mm-hmm. know like do you I've want never, to uh yeah i mean i'm not gonna say i don't yeah i'm not gonna sit here and be like you know i wouldn't love to hook up with two girls at the same time that would be fucking fun but you know i'm not sitting here like god if i die without having a threesome you know i'm failed well how about a dude and a and a girl and a threesome (laughs) i'm not really interested in that (laughs) why not seemingly across the board that's the answer that we get but girls are very interested in that i'm not really i mean to me it doesn't mean you like to no 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 yeah yeah. i'm just I, i mean I feel if that was to happen, it would have to be a crazy fucking situation. And, you know, at this point in my life, Drake? I'm not like, no, no, no. I, that does not really, Fuck that cheesy motherfucker. But I feel like to me, I like, I like pleasing the, the, the woman. Girl. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't want distractions. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's, I don't know. And, and even that's what I'm saying, like, even if there was two girls, you know, like, I mean, if it was like some crazy fantasy, like nine girls, you know, well, like yeah. that would be crazy. Like, what, if I'm going to have a threesome, I might as well have a ninesome, you know, with like right. a whole bunch of girls. Like, so what's true. The, so, I that's don't know. That's a gangbang. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would love that fantasy of me and nine dudes. That sounds great. But like, <laughs> would it ever, I could never think of a situation where it would happen that I would be like, okay with every single person. Well, I you have to find a, you'd have to find a 10th party. A tenth party, eleventh uh, party. I 11th. guess you would be the tenth party. Yeah, so you'd have to find an eleventh party to organize it. Oh know? right, and then oh, like a wedding planner, yeah, but for a yeah, gang just bang. filter. It yeah, out, gang you bang know? planner. That would be good. That's a, a great idea. People, nine dudes. I mean, that's a lot. I okay, mean, nine's a lot, but maybe I think my jaw hurts four? after one. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh my god, I wouldn't want to blow nine dudes or get fucked by nine dudes. No, no way. Oof. Well, some of them will jerking off in the corner. You yeah. know, some of them are. I think that's in your some fantasy. Some of them are touching your boob. I guess this is your fantasy, so I yeah. guess they can jerk themselves yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, it's just your knowing, fantasy. Just knowing that they're there. They have they have fluffers. You gotta you just get one of you know one more girl. She fluffs them, gets them ready for you. The gangbang planner yeah. also be the fluffer. Yeah, yeah. Double job. If there was a fluffer, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone that you know takes some of the stress. I'd be like, fluff your sure. own self. Yeah. Just jerk off. Just <laughs> do you jerk off a lot? Uh, I mean, I feel like I when you do, off. it's just slow. But I've, I've been and trying subtle. to, I've been trying to, uh, you know, keep that, cut that out. Really? Know? Yeah, because I feel like mentally, your mind is better and sharper. Oh, I think we met you in a very just interesting time in you your have, life. You, you are have. very Wait, sharper peace? before or after you jerk off. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, your mind's at peace when you're not worrying about jerking off. Yeah. 
It like clouds your it clouds your mind. Can Listen, you just I mean, not worry about jerking off? I've heard no, a lot of people I mean, say this actually. You, it's not, um, yeah, it, it's, around this it's, age it's, too. It's, it's it's something that I feel like you know you need for a male. You need like I don't know. You need that testosterone kind of stocked up, build up, build up. You know, if you're constantly jerking off everywhere, <laughs> one, you're not doing very well with the ladies, <laughs> and two, you're kind of shortchanging yourself. I think as far as what you might, cap- you're wasting your time as far uh, as what you can possibly be doing worker. with yourself. Well, well, is it like for for me? And I know a lot of other my, my female friends have the same thing. Where like, if I don't have sex for a while, I'll just kind of stop craving it, or even like needing to masturbate or anything like that. I'm mm-hmm. not a huge masturbator, but uh, but then once I start having sex again, I'm like immediately addicted to it. Do you have the same kind of thing? Well, how do penises uh, work? Yeah, man. tell us. I well, they usually start, you know, not hard. Well, I know so that part. Get hard. I know that part. More of like. Erection. Thank you, Shane, yes. for that. Um, your ara- more like your arousal process. Or- um, man, I mean, it's you know. Like, do you get a right, boner when you're just like looking out the window? The right. Well, <laughs> this is crazy when you're young, and this is. I know it when you're when young. You're it's a kid, all the time. you get boners all the time. Yeah, I be in fucking class with a fucking boner. But now it's more like, you know, you, you have can to choose to go you there. You have to feel. Yeah. But you have to also like, I don't feel like I just get boners anymore. Like unless there's an energy to create the boner, you know, like what is it? So, OK, so it's not out of the blue. It has to be a force. Yeah. I mean, that, anything in life has to be a force. So you're saying you can people who are just getting boners at age 32 need to have a little more control over their minds. I've, uh, Do you yeah. meditate? Um, no, not, not actively. Not like passively, passively, I yeah. passively meditate. So I you want meditate. To. <laughs> um, you I feel think, like you don't need it. I feel like you he thinks I, about meditating. Yeah, I think about it. Well, that's that's like meditating. I, said, I went upstate this weekend, like I said, and had three days of peace. Yeah, quiet, and that was nice. really good, like kind of just to clear my mind. You know, that's meditation, I guess. In a yeah, way, yeah, yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. It's um, like soothing your soul. I try to, you know, I don't know. Meditation. I have meditated. You know, I've at one point been able to get to that point where you feel like that kind of heightened yeah. state, you know, like after, you know, when I was in, in the, not the woods, but I was in the backyard of a family friend's house and I was just sitting there. Um, I don't I was meditating. That can uh, be really powerful sometimes. When I do remember to do it, I can get myself to a place you, where I'm like medita- energized almost. Do you meditate with someone talking to you and guiding you through it? or just No. When I do sleep meditation, I have like an app on my phone that I do guided meditations to go to sleep sometimes when I can't sleep. But otherwise I just think of energy, like, and how much energy there is in the city. And I think of it all coming into a ball of light. Do you, do you, acknowledge the light that's hitting your face or does that just you don't even think about that i actually try to make the real i do it in my room and i make it as dark as possible because my curtains okay. make it pretty dark okay so it's just dark otherwise it is distracting because yeah, yeah, yeah. i get so easily oh god i get so easily distracted i do this the exercise sun. sometimes where i imagine that ball of light like starting at the top of my skull and going down in my body hmm. and it'll take me like an hour to get it because i'll just get distracted and start thinking about some other stupid shit 
Hmm. I'm like, that's why I need this. The balls all the way through the body. Mm-hmm. It goes all the way through my body. Yeah. And I, but it's weird because I get to the point where when I feel it going like through my throat, for example, I get tingles in my throat mm. or wherever it is that's tingling in hmm. sense, where it is in my head. The sensation of presence of. Yeah. Hmm. Of energy. There you go. Energy force. Yeah. Mental force. Feels, I know. It's powerful. It is. And when you use that, I feel like when you have sex, it's like your sex moves mountains more so than the average guy uh because you value energy and presence well, and passion i do i do think that it's important to you know be present and you know i'm, I'm not gonna say like you know i've always been on like point like you know whatever but i try to like i aim to please you mm-hmm. know and uh so for me it's like being in that moment you know is is you know, why would I, you be anywhere else and not giving it your all? Because at the end of the day, I mean, we're all here because of a similar act now, whether it was, you know, great or not great, who knows? But <laughs> Someone it, fuck someone, yeah, and that's someone why we're fuck somebody, here. you know? So, uh, you know, it's, it's, I mean, yeah. Cool, man. Well, yeah. thank you so much for uh, yeah. for talking with us. Absolutely. This is fun. Yeah, this is, this is really dope. Where can we thank find you. you online? Um. Okay, so you can find me, Dome Peace, DXA Records, at uh, Twitter, uh, D-O-A-M-P-E-A-C-E, DXA, uh, Dome Peace, DXA. And uh, my website, my group is DXARecords.com. Uh, you can catch us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, um, SoundCloud. Hell yeah. Uh, we got some stuff on Spotify, iTunes. You know, we put out records un- independently and um, we got some stuff in the works. Shout out to the to the boys. Yes. Uh, Ice Rocks. Ice Rocks. Calamity Chris. Calamity Chris. D-Face. Too Deep. Too Deep. Wow. Shout out to, to Joe for letting me know. Joe. <laughs> And, uh, you know, shout out to everybody who's been helping the movement work for all these years and, you know, keeping us grounded and helping us, you know, stay focused and make good music. Wow. Awesome. That was steep. That was so good. And <laughs> can, we, can we use your music for this episode? Absolutely. So oh, we'll yeah, use for the intro and the outro. You'll hear it. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. This uh, has been Guys We Fucked, the anti slut shaming podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. The water's so clear. You can see the rocks at the bottom. I see them. The water's so clear. Yeah. To drink it is not a problem. Uh, yeah. Libation. I put my soul for the party. My body's three quarters to sunny. The other quarter is Port and Chianti. I move the herd like a border collie. Somebody move these turds. Where's the porta potty? She said she felt my aura like Gami. Thought we made it finally, then along came Polly Mommy, why don't you play it like Tusabe? I spoke to you on Friday, you gave me honey, I gave you my agave Cause she the nectar collector Put a helmet on my head to protect her from a scepter The last thing I need is a seed to be planted The world needs more trees than babies on the planet Tie up your laces, we can go places Where to from here to wherever the king's road takes us Hit the block like stonemasons Once the split slit like the sixth neck put in rotation When the lights off, there's no faces Where your water flows with nature My old ace The water's so clear The so clear here You can see the rocks at the bottom You can see the rocks at the bottom